crazy consumption mode, five books going at once. I don't feel like it takes away my creative energy. I feel like it's giving me creative energy, but then am I actually producing? Well, here we are, we're talking, we're producing a podcast episode. So so there's a part of me that doesn't 100% agree, but then uh, there is a part of me that does agree. So... Well, and I think that so much of the production that we do is influenced by the consumption. So if you don't have the consumption, what does the production look like? (laughs) Right. I mean, I feel like that's the case for me anyway. So much of my content is based on, well, you know, a lot of it's based on experience too. So I guess experience comes from producing Mm -hmm. So that would kind of be producing off of producing. Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Kate. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's your week been? We're like midweek, actually mm-hmm. a little past midweek for you. Yeah. Are you having a good week? Yeah, good week, work week, busy week. Yeah, mm-hmm. feeling excited. You have a relaxing weekend ahead, though, I, I hear. do. Last weekend was a very social weekend, and this weekend I've got nothing planned, and I'm very excited about that. I really love no plans weekends. And I love them because A, you are not committed to anything, but B, there's always those things that you could jump in and do if you Mm -hmm. really wanted to. So it's like the late ad of like, Mm -hmm. am I really feeling like doing this right now? And it can be a yes or a no without you having to feel like you're breaking a commitment or something. Yeah. You reminded me I'm reading Derek Sivers' How to Live. And oh yeah, you've read that book, haven't you? Yeah, there was a chapter on um, not committing, something like that, and don't commit to anything. Like living life should just be like, just do what you want to do and do it right now. That was the yeah, the whole chapter is like, whatever you feel like doing, do it right now. And one of the things mm-hmm. is like, don't commit to anything. If you feel like doing something on on that day, then just do it then and there. So don't plan for it. I'm not doing very justice to this this book because I think it's an excellent book and it's given me so many ideas and lots of, you know, pause to reflect. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of a novelty, right? Like you don't plan anything. Mm. There's, possi- there's things you can, you know, sign up for and, and jump into. Yeah. Leaving it to the very last minute to make that decision will feel so spontaneous and exciting. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I can live like that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a practice. Got a, you're practicing it this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that's actually something uh, Derek Sivers' book is one that we've talked about potentially chatting about on a future episode, which I would love to do. Um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed that book. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, actually, talking about reading, 
this kind of on topic for today. Um, today's topic is all about producing versus consuming. So consuming being reading or watching or listening. Um, we're going to be talking about tipping the scale between these two phases, producing versus consuming, and when and how you decide which to give more weight to. I really like this topic because I think it's something that we hear about a lot, but we don't often take that step back to really consider what it means Mm. in like a practical sense. Yeah. Because I feel like every day we're making that decision, right? Whether we're producing or consuming. And it's true. But you. I'll be conscious. Like, what am I, I'm just about to do more consuming now. As soon as I go into my Instagram feed, TikTok feed, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're into, uh, you're making that conscious decision of like, okay, I'm going to spend the next however long consuming. It's been something on my mind. I feel because I'm currently in a very much uh, consuming state. reading a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I've got five books going at once. I think we talked about this with, with Steph at one point. Yeah. I just keep adding cause I'm just so thirsty and hungry for more information right now and more knowledge and all these great recommendations of books and things to watch that I'm in this like heavy, heavy consumption state. And So I wanted to talk about this because at the same time, I came across this reel on Instagram from a fellow entrepreneur here, Kate Toon, about creative energy. Mm -hmm. And she talked about people, a lesson for her is that we have a limited amount of creative energy. And so when we're spending time consuming, we are taking away from that creative energy. Like we sap our own creative energy and it saps our ability to then create. And now she's very much a creator. So she's probably thinking about it from that perspective. And I think you and I kind of are in the same boat of being creators in many Mm -hmm. ways. And, and so I was like, Oh, Hmm. How, what do I think about this? Is that true? When I'm consuming, am I actually sapping my own creative energy? So very much something I'm really into and I wanted to talk about with you today. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I mean, do you feel that that is the case for you? When I started, when I thought about it more deeply, I thought that it came down to the quality of the content and the type of content. Because if I think about now being in this crazy consumption mode, five books going at once, I don't feel like it takes away my creative energy. I feel like it's giving me creative energy, but then am I actually producing? Well, here we are, we're talking, we're producing a podcast episode. So so there's a part of me that doesn't 100% agree, but then uh, there is a part of me that does agree. So... Well, and I think that so much of the production that we do is influenced by the consumption. So if you don't have the consumption, what does the production look like? (laughs) Right. I mean, I feel like that's the case for me anyway. So much of my content is based on, well, you know, a lot of it's based on experience too. So I guess experience comes from producing. Mm -hmm. So that would kind of be producing off of producing. Yeah. So the reel that you shared, and we'll link up to that in today's episode description for anyone who wants to check it out. I think you made a really good point when you shared it with me that 
she seems to kind of be focused on the the type of consumption that you're doing because there's you know we just came off an episode talking about reality tv and you know that kind of stuff it's like that consuming is pretty low quality, Mm -hmm. right? But then there are ways of consuming things like reading Derek Sivers, which we've also recently talked about that that is what I would consider. So I guess it's, you know, everyone Mm -hmm. has their own opinion of high quality consumption (laughs) versus low quality. Um, But Kate talks about like social media consumption and being on TikTok. And I'm not saying that all of that consuming is like of poor quality, but I could certainly see how that type of consuming would have the potential to zap creative Mm -hmm. energy because you're thinking about so... I think it's because it's also short form, right? Like if you're consuming so much of this short form content then that's really overwhelming, isn't it? Mm. Like I can see how that would sap, zap, <laughs> zap, yeah. zap your creative energy because yeah. there's so much overstimulation when it's one-minute clips, 15-second clips, two-minute videos. Yeah, your synapses are like firing, 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 firing. Well, and it's kind of like I think about, you know, I always try and do my most difficult or – focus intensive things like early in the morning, Mm -hmm. because I know that throughout the day, you know, I'm going to lose that energy. My mind's not going to be as sharp. Mm -hmm. My body's not going to be as, you know, willing to do the things that I want it to do (laughs) as the day goes on. And, And I think that that's true of producing too. Like I love working in time blocks and I know that my time blocks, depending on what I'm producing, if it's podcast episodes, You know, I love getting on with you and recording these episodes. I feel like so energized and so awesome when we do it. But by the end, I am like, wow, I feel like I laid it all out on the table, you know? Yes. And that is so like producing this versus like maybe sitting down and writing for an hour. I think it uses a different type of energy and that's going to be different for everyone. So I think at the same time that creative energy is consumed with consuming and with producing Mm. that is also dependent on what type of consuming or producing you're doing, you know, at what levels that energy is going to be depleted. Mm. Yep. So you mentioned that you feel you're in a very heavy consumption phase right now. You're reading a lot. Um, It sounds like you're studying up on a few things, your presentation skills and you, oh, I, I want to hear an update on your intermittent fasting because you're <laughs> consuming and learning about that as well, yeah, right? Th- that's right. Yeah. Like as soon as I start to embark on something, I'm like, okay, well now I need to consume like intermittent fasting. Now I need to learn and read up and watch as much as there is out there so that I know I'm doing it right. And it's true. The more I consume, the more I realize, oh, hang on a second. I've got to do these tweaks. I've got to change that up. Um, so I'm still committed to it, but I am changing you know, how often I do it and the frequency of it, because I've been now consuming videos that talk about women over 40 doing intermittent fasting and how it's different to when you're younger. And I was like, oh, so I did like 30 days plus of it, very high frequency. Whereas now what I'm learning is it should be lower frequency, but longer duration of the fast. So Yeah. All to say that, you know, as soon as like I'm interested in something, I'm going to start going down that rabbit hole. I'm reading all these books, 
business books, books on presentations, all of that. And I just want to get through all this content (laughs) and I've got this hunger for all this content. Um, Well, I think that your example for intermittent fasting is such a good one, though, because I think that when you do get into something new, like there has to be that consumption phase, right? There you have if you truly want to approach the thing or try something new, learning about the best ways to go about it or educating yourself around what you're putting your body through in this case, that that's a really important part of the equation. And so that makes sense that you're feeling in a heavy consumption phase because of all of these new skills that you're interested in learning about and things that you're, uh, you know, want to try. But I feel like you're, you could also argue that you're in a heavy producing phase because you are obviously coming out with new things in the business all the time. These episodes, us jumping on and producing this podcast content, I guess your producing side of the intermittent fasting is you actually doing the intermittent fasting, which you're doing. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's interesting how we consider, you know, what what might feel like really heavy on one side Mm. versus the other. That's true. What are you you in a either state right now? A bit of both? I feel like I'm in very heavy production mode Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, I feel in a producing phase for sure. Part of that is we talked about recently on this podcast that I'm doing a hundred day goal challenge right now on my podcast, a podcast that I host uh, by myself called Kate's Take. So that has been very heavy production because I'm doing a new episode every day for a hundred days. It's a lot of writing and and recording and editing and uploading and all of that, um, which is great. I love doing it. I love doing it. So I'm having a ton of fun with it, but that's, um, heavy producing on the consuming side of things. You know, we recently, you talk about all these books that you're reading, um, which I'm so I haven't finished that I haven't (laughs) finished because I've started so many. You Yeah, exactly. And you mentioned Steph. We had Steph on recently and we talked about Reading Weeks and her podcast, the Business Bookshelf podcast. Um, and this just makes me think, oh my goodness, I need to be consuming more. Like I want to learn more. I want to get into reading. And I think that like these tweaks that we talk about is like, I need to kind of figure out a way to better work that into my schedule because as I've admitted on this podcast many times right now, my reading time is before I go to bed, which means I don't give myself much reading time. I fall asleep very quickly, thankfully, but I feel like that is a nudge for me in talking about this topic that like, Hey, I need to start carving out another time during the day, maybe in the morning when I wake up or in the afternoon while I'm eating lunch or something where I have these times to consume because It's not that I don't want to. I just, I guess now that we're talking about it, I'm not creating that space for myself. Mm. And the content that you are creating is fed from your experiences. Like if we take the example of Kate's Take and the 100 Day Challenge, you have a lot of experience um, with goal setting and all of that. And that's feeding this content to the point where when you want to produce something and you want to produce something that's really high quality and all of that, Sometimes you might feel like, oh, I need to consume more in order to produce that thing. Yeah, Uh, like research or... Yeah, just because I do think... And that's going back to Kate Toon's reel. 
you know, if you don't, if you haven't filled your brain with like really good quality content, books, movies, whatever, music, whatever it is, um, it, it's hard to, to produce something that's, that's of mm-hmm. good quality. I think you have mm-hmm. to, it's a, it's a precursor, but yeah, that tipping of the scales is like, when do you go, okay, I've consumed enough now. I'm ready to produce something, whether it's a blog post about a topic or I'm going to start doing that thing. But in the case of like you're producing a lot of content right now, um, you have a lot of experience in that area. You don't you didn't feel like you needed to be consuming more in order to, to put together that season right? For your mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I think that that's an interesting point too, to, to think about. And, and, you know, we give business examples, but of course, like the intermittent fasting, I think is kind of like a more personal example or, um, you know, I, I'll share that I've been reading so much about pregnancy, like, mm-hmm. you know, John and I, we've talked about how John and I are going to try and start a family. Yeah. And I feel like I, in that area specifically, I'm so heavy on the consumption mm-hmm. side right now because I'm learning about all these things that I've never considered before. And, you know, I guess the producing of that comes when <laughs> I hopefully start growing a baby, but w- that's for, <laughs> you know, in a, in a few months from now. But yeah, I think that, I think that in a business sense, you know, we've been running our business for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of and just given the nature of, of what we present in our business, you know, helping other entrepreneurs grow their business mm-hmm. and find different strategies for getting back time and creating freedom in their lives. Naturally, how it's set up is that we're sharing a lot of our experiences in order yeah. to communicate that. So, you know, you you put yourself into a realm of a different business setup where, um, you're a service-based business or you're selling a product. Uh, you, there's of course a lot of upfront consumption, say if you're going to start an Etsy shop mm-hmm. and you've never done that before, you're going to be in really heavy consumption mode, try to figure out how to start your Etsy shop. But then once you have that up and going, you tip the scale, you go into production mode and you start creating whatever you're going to sell. So I, I think that that, uh, yeah. Okay. Let me ask you, instead of saying what I think, do you think that it is like a scale to be tipped that no matter what area of your life or like these different examples that we've been talking about, like, is it either your, is it a scale or is there an evening out of that scale? Does the scale tip or does the scale ever stay like constant that you're producing as much as you're consuming or is it always that you're consuming in order to produce? Oh, I think it's too early in the morning for my brain to process. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually trying to figure out what I just said too. No, 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 no. Um, I think like I get creative energy from consuming. Um, but I, I do think you have to be mindful of what you consume. I think it's really important. I think your creativity can, can suffer if you are consuming low quality content. So I think, I think we should be mindful of what we're putting in to our, you know, whatever it is that we're consuming. Um, and I do feel like in the experiences that I've had, whether it's like something like intermittent fasting or when I first, you know, started, um, getting into filmmaking and trying to create videos and edit videos and create video content. I, there was so much of that I had to learn, but I had to start putting it into practice right away. 
And I think the challenge when you are like, say, a beginner at something or when you're trying to learn something new is that you might get a little bit stuck in like, oh, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. I I still need to learn more, consume more, see more examples before I actually start making my first video in the case of, of, you know, filmmaking and video editing. And then you have to, in that phase, in that beginner stage, you have to be prepared to just think and to accept that on oh, the work I'm putting out is probably not that great. A, because I'm still a beginner at it. Uh, maybe there's more that I need to learn and more that I need to consume to get more inspiration or more knowledge and skills. But you have to start. So go. I think going back to your question, do the scales tip? I think you're always going to be in that cycle of the more you, the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Is it, mm-hmm. I don't know. If, yeah, I think that the, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what I'm what I'm getting from what you're saying is like it's in a a vertical. So like a single example of like the intermittent fasting. You knew to continue looking for more information because you started quote unquote producing. So mm. there has to be a time where you start producing because that's eventually how you're going to truly learn the thing. Yeah. Like you can't just always consume and expect to become an expert at something. You have to mm. actually start producing it in order to learn like those raw lessons of like, Oh, that person shared their experience and and they told me how they did it. And now I've tried it and I've found that maybe I need a different piece of equipment than that person because of where I live or because of the environment that I'm in, or, you know, these are all like such random examples, but I think that production has to happen in order for you to actually get good at what you're doing. Mm. Cause like you said, in the beginning, you're not going to be that good at video editing if Mm. you've never edited a video before, but you reading more about how to edit a video is never going to make you really good at editing videos. You have to start editing the videos to learn like it in practice. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you think about, I mean, you had kind of brought up the idea when we were going back and forth about like chatting about this topic, maybe like when it comes to social media or maybe when it comes to certain types of content that being in a production mode might almost seem or feel selfish. Can you talk about that? I think I was referring to, I don't know if it was a conference I'd been to, but there's this idea that's pushed, um, especially on content creators and entrepreneurs in some spaces that you really don't want to be spending time consuming too much. You really need to be producing and getting your stuff out there. It's perceived as a bit of a waste of time to be sitting there consuming too much of other people's content. But then I thought, well, Okay, but if I'm expecting other people to consume my content and consuming equals also hopefully then engaging and responding, Mm. commenting, all of that, then I feel like I have a sense of obligation and responsibility to, you know, consume and engage and, and, and participate in other people's content as well. Like it just seems not right that it's such a one way, one way street. Um, so Mm. that's where I thought sort of felt like there was a bit of a selfishness in that. Yeah, I could see that being the case in social media. Sure. You don't always just want to be like blasting out to people what you're up to. You want to pay it forward or reciprocate that. So Mm. I I could see that. Yeah. I think I'm becoming more passionate about long form content. This is where 
the reflection and thinking about this topic and talking about it with you. Maybe also because I'm trying to get through these really great books and I think about, gosh, you know, to write a, a book, you know, how much time and investment and hours goes into mm-hmm. that. I have just this appreciation now for and podcast episodes, you know, longer conversations. I don't know. It just allows you to go a little bit deeper. I think it can be like phases and stages. Like yeah. maybe there's no either or, or, and I think the scales should tip because I think you should, you, it's, it's great to have, you know, those moments of creative bursts and, and to realize when you've just been consuming too much and, you know, you need to, you know, be doing something, whatever that is. You might be wanting to write. You might be wanting mm-hmm. to, you know, cook more. I don't know, like design something. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's a great point about the longer form content, because, you know, if we go back to the reel from Kate Toon, I really feel like that longer form content is, you know, in our opinions, of a higher quality content, to your point, you can kind of go deeper and and get a little more out of it, um, that that makes sense that it would be, you know, more motivating, more inspiring Mm -hmm. to then go and produce off the back end of that versus that shorter form content, like, you know, being on TikTok or on social media and, and having these like really quick clips and, and then feeling like your creative energy is kind of sapped from that. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with that. Well, this has been a really, this really got me thinking this combo. <laughs> I feel like it's something that I'm going to be thinking about like, hmm, am I, what, what phase am I in right now? And do I need to tip my scale? And <laughs> so it's right? really good. Yeah. I feel like I need to definitely finish and not start a new book and finish the current books that I've got going <laughs> before I start a new one. And I'm maybe... very impressed. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm very impressed that you have five going because I would be like switching characters and like I'd have to start all over on all of them. So you go. <laughs> I need to go on that reading week and just finish. Yes, them <laughs> definitely. This is a fun chat. I um, yeah, I, I love just being able to to carry this later on. Oh, Going into your closeout normally, what you normally say, like, I feel like this conversation, I will be now be more mindful and conscious as I am consuming, whether it's social media content or whether it's trying to get through these books, Yeah, of, you know, what am I going to do with this, this knowledge that I've consumed or these ideas that I've consumed? Am I going to do something with them? Do I feel inspired? All of that. Only time will tell. Time will tell. Well, friends, speaking of that close out, as we close out today's chat on producing versus consuming, we hope that you picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward, as Nicole and I definitely have, (laughs) to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.